Hi, hello, what is up? Welcome to the Joy Comes in the Morning podcast, a podcast where I pray you leave feeling more encouraged than you were before you started listening to this. My name is My Unique, but you may know me as Instagram for Believers. Let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. Hi, hello, what is up? I am convinced that I am the worst podcast host in the entire world, and that is okay because I have an explanation like I do for everything. So um, back in October, I... Uh, for my birthday, I kind of announced that I was renaming and redoing my podcast. And then I announced a whole name change, like the whole nine yards of it. And then in November, I dropped my first episode in the Joy Comes in the Morning podcast. So after the rebranding and the relaunch, et cetera, et cetera. But guys, that was the last episode I did, which was back in like November. And so um, the reason for that being, though, is because I have had a MacBook pro from like 2012 maybe 2013 and I think it's finally just run its course on me the more work that I do in like the editing world of like photos and videos and podcasts etc um the more that my computer actually started to crash on me and so anytime I opened up any file or project my computer would just crash um it got to the point where like my discs were full my scratch discs which are basically like memory um, for computers and so could not open Photoshop, could not open um, any of my Adobe, I'm an Adobe person, um, anything because it just kept crashing and so I actually was super unable to record any kind of podcast episodes um, without my computer just failing me um, and so my computer definitely ran its course it's still a great computer it still functions but um, by the grace of God I was actually able to upgrade my computer I didn't go crazy and just like buy a brand new MacBook Pro um, but I bought one with more storage more space that definitely allows me um, some to have more creative freedom in some of my editing and so thank God for that but I was finally able to do that um, over the last couple of weeks and thus led to me now being able to record and do things and so I'm super excited for that but um, during that time I think back in November early December I actually put out a Q&A box on Instagram for believers and asked about your questions about friendship because as we're heading into a new year and just like this new I mean, everyone's always like, new year, new me, new whatever, whatever. And I don't really say that. But something that I think that we actually struggle with all year round is how to navigate friendships. And so growing up, um, I was not like I was not in a big friend group or like anything like that. Um, I am super introverted, super shy, struggled a lot with friendships my entire life. And I actually still do. And so I asked you guys what questions you would have about this because I wanted to sit down and simply talk about navigating through friendships, whether that mean um, making friends or actually surrendering friendships back to the Lord, which is something that I spent about a year processing and praying through was actually surrendering my friends back to the Lord because I had to get to this point where I realized like, they don't belong to me and sometimes like our seasons of friendships actually come to an end no matter what I think no matter what I say and so I am going to do a part like a two-part podcast um this being the first one of just friendships and so 
Today, I wanted to focus on um, just two particular parts of this. And then in the next episode, we'll dive in a little deeper because um, there were so many questions and they're all good. And I want to make sure I address them appropriately. And so today's podcast episode is not really sponsored, but I'm going to say sponsored by Bianca Oltoff. Um, And it's not sponsored, guys. Let me just be honest. Bianca Oltoff, if you don't know who she is, you should look her up. She's an absolute powerhouse, incredible woman, incredible um, preacher, pastor, whatever, whatever. And she's also an author. And so um, about a month ago, my pastor bought me this book called How to Have Your Life Not Suck by Bianca Juarez Oltoff. I hope I said that right. I think I do because I listen to her podcast and I hear her say it. So um, and this book was actually incredible. It actually was a surprise to me because sometimes I think my pastor doesn't pay attention to me, but she does. And so she was like, my unique, like I have this book for you to read. And I was super sus about it. And I say super sus, I mean super sus um, because my pastor her husband actually gives me books all the time and it's actually kind of annoying but I think I've read more books this year than I have all year because of him because he said my unique if you want to be a better leader you're going to have to be a better reader and so shout out to Jeremy Mayo because I've actually read more books this year than I probably have my entire life and so um his wife Amy who is also my pastor gave me this book and to my surprise I actually really really enjoyed it like I thoroughly enjoyed this I love Bianca she is the pastor of the Potter's no the Father's House sorry I was thinking Sarah Jakes um the Father's House Orange County incredible church her and her husband lead it and so I've had the opportunity to visit that church once and it was incredible and I really really love it but in this book and the reason that I bring this up is because there is a particular chapter on friendships that I have actually pulled um, a couple of quotes and things out of but like if you have the opportunity to buy this book go ahead and buy it because it tremendously blessed my life and again I'm just going to pull some parts of the friendship part of this book out which is a chapter in this book and hopefully be able to um, encourage you guys to buy it so you can read the full chapter because it was incredible and so for today's episode I wanted to break down two questions that I got in my Instagram uh, ask thing and then in the next podcast I will break down some other deeper conversations and so um, the two questions that I wanted to focus on for part one of this podcast um, from love and light design she says how do you find good friends and then Um, she also asked, what do you look for in a friendship? And so I kind of wanted to really address these two, um, to kind of kick things off because it's important. How do we find good friends? And so as a believer, I believe that community is important. I believe that it is important because it is the heart and nature of God. When you look in the Bible, Genesis 1 26, more specifically, it says that God himself was in community and therefore it should matter to us. God has designed us for community. He himself was in community. And I think that we would be just doing such a disservice if we ourselves were not connected in community and so um, as a believer I believe that finding friendships actually exist within the local church Um, growing up I was not big on like youth group and like that whole thing Um, I don't even know why I just I just it just wasn't my thing like we I attended church every Sunday with my family And if you don't already know, like I am the middle of nine. So I have a fairly large family and my mom took us to church every single Sunday, but I had no desire to get to know people in my church like at all. And I still like, that is my home church. I love them. And I actually still visit. And so it's like funny because like, I did not grow up like as a church person or like having church friendships, but 
I believe if we have a desire to grow closer to the Lord and to um, really be who he has designed us to be, it's going to come with having godly friends. And the reason I say that so specifically is because like those are the friends that are going to pray for you. Those are the friends that are going to encourage you. They're going to point you to the Lord. They're going to call out the sin in your life. Like I believe that when we want to find good friends, the first place that we should actually start is within our local church. And if you attend a local church, but you're not plugged in in any form and fashion, like get plugged in, attend a life group, attend your youth group, attend your young adult group and start there because we are not perfect. Like I have to remind people that I am not perfect. I am just as broken as the next person. But the thing is, is I am striving to to become closer to the Lord every single day. And I want people around me that are doing the same. And so I believe if you want to start somewhere, start there. If you don't already attend your like your church's youth or like young adult program or if you're not even in a life group, like get connected, get plugged in and start there because we all have to start somewhere. I remember a couple of years ago, I complained a lot about community. I was like, man, like I don't have Christian friends, like I don't know what to do. And I was actually sitting with a friend of mine kind of complaining in all honesty. And I will never forget this because it definitely changed my outlook on like community and friendships and he said my unique what are you doing to be a part of it like you're sitting here complaining about it but he was like you never go out to eat with us after service because like at the time like all our young adults would go out to eat and hang out and he was like you never go out to eat he was like I never see you like even texting people back like you kind of just leave people hanging and I felt so convicted I felt so convicted and I was like dang like he was right like it was hard to hear but I when I say it has changed the way that I see community, um, I am internally grateful for that conversation because he was right. Like I just sat back and expected community and friendships to fall in my lap because I was a believer and because like, oh, like I'm my unique or like whatever pride I had in my head. But when he said that, I had to become so humble in that moment and realize like community is not going to fall in my lap. Like I have to actually put in some kind of effort and work to be a part of community because community had always existed. Like I said, our young adults were hanging out. They were like grabbing coffee with each other, yada, yada, yada. But I was not doing that. I was like, no, like I'm too shy. I'm too introverted or like blah, blah, blah. And like I excused myself from those things. Therefore, I did not have community. And so I believe that when it comes down to that, we have to really kind of ask ourselves like, what am I doing to be a part of that? Um, I sometimes hang out with our youth kids and like some Sundays they like to just like hang out at the park, which I think is so cool um, because it allows them to kind of like grow deeper in friendships and relationships just by hanging out at a park. Like there's a, a whole handful of them. And like, I think that like now as a young adult looking at that, like that's so cool. And it's so cool to see some of our kids like, sure, I'll spend an afternoon with some kids from our church. I may not know all of them, but I can get to know them. And I think that like just taking part in the opportunities that we have to get connected, like get connected. If your church has life groups, find one that is your like even the slightest of interest, find one and get connected. Like that is another incredible way is like my church is really big on life groups. And so maybe you just need to get connected with your life group. If you don't know if your church has it, look it up look it up, ask questions, ask your pastor. Um, because I believe like as believers, we have to start there because like, granted, I have friends that are not believers and I love them just the same, but it's something so different when I have a friend that's like, Hey, I'm going to pray for you. Or like, Hey, you're actually sinning and I need to call you out, not to, to call you out in a bad way, but so I can call you up to being the person that God has created you, you to be. And so, um, 
I think that comes with having like godly friends in our corner that are around us because community is so important to God and it should be important to you. You are not meant to do life alone. God never intended for you to do life alone. And so again, we do have to do our part and instead of like expecting things to fall in our lap, we have to get up and say, you know what? I desire community because God desires it for me. So let me get out of my comfort zone. Let me take that first step and at least try. Um, yeah, when I had, it was a guy friend of mine, but when he said that, I was just like, man, like for months I've been complaining and not once have I done anything about it. And so take control of that in your life and make that first step into like, hey, I want to find better friends. Get connected in community. If you have one friend, maybe that friend has other friends where you can join like even a friend group. Like even tonight, some of um, me and my girls are getting together to like just watch a movie together and just like hang out because it's been forever. But like you really have to make sure you are doing your part in wanting to be a part of community. And so if you want to find good friends, I encourage you to start in your local church. If you are that person that has maybe been hurt by people in the church, and I am so strong headed about like not using the term church hurt and using the term people hurt, because the church is the body of Christ and not every single person in the body of Christ has hurt you, but maybe a particular person has hurt you, whether that be at a church or even in a, in a, a previous community, like deal with that hurt and bring it before the Lord and find somewhere else. Like I would be lying if I said that there hasn't been people at a church in my community that have like not seriously hurt me. And it took me a while to even learn from that, but there are healthy churches that exist in your community, but you do probably have to go out of your way to find it and to be a part. And so, um, start there, start there. And so, um, part two of her question was, what do you look for in friendships? And so this is where I want to pull, um, just a passage from Bianca Oltoff's book. And kind of share it with y'all. So she does this um, chapter in this book. And it's called The Pearls of Friendship. And so um, the crazy thing about this book is Bianca Oltoff loves Ruth. Like the character in the Bible. The woman. And so um, a lot of this book is actually pulled from the book of Ruth. Which I just find fascinating. My friends. Fascinating. And so um, in Ruth chapter 1 verse 16 it says. But Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. And so in this, she talks about um, her. She had watched an episode of the Oprah show, which was back in the day. And Oprah was interviewing a group of women who called themselves the Pearls because they were as tightly connected from a string of pearls. And they had over 60 years of friendship to, to prove it. And so in this, Bianca talks about um, this group of women who had just stayed friends for, for such a long time. And she remembers watching this and saying, like, she wanted her and her friend group to be like this. But she listens to um, these women tell the stories of, like, celebrating life together, like the bonds that they formed from, like, friendships to buying homes weddings baby showers like the loss of family like they had just stayed such good friends and so she just shares about how that made a difference in her life and in the lives of her friends and so I think when we ask what do we look for in friends friendships 
um, to make sure that we're also being these friends. And so when I ask myself, like, hey, what am I looking for in a friendship? Like, I am looking for friends that are um, like I am a loyal person. Like I am a ride or die type person for my friends, like quite literally. And so I actually look for that in return. Like I look for people that are committed to me, even though they know, like, sometimes I'm going to fail you. Sometimes I'm going to suck. But like, will you still still be around? Well, will you still be around when there are seasons where I can't text you back immediately? Or are you going to get offended because of my workload and like leave? And so when I when I look at friendships, I look for people that are authentic. I look for people that will point me to Jesus. I look for people that are going to pray with me and and more importantly people that are going to love me through my mess like I deal with a lot in life just like every other person but it's really hard to find friends that kind of commit themselves to you in that because there have been a lot of friends like they can't handle the things that come with my life and so they jump ship and I have learned that that is literally just a part of life and so I look for things like that in my friendships I look for people that are willing to go um, the long run with me because like that's what I require. And so um, I would hope that I am also that friend. But I also recognize that there have been areas in my life where I have failed people, where I have failed in my friendships. Like even today, like I lost a friend a couple of months ago and it is something that I think about every day and I still think about this person every day and I wonder if we'll be able to repair that damage and and I don't know like I genuinely don't know but like I fail people I fail my friends I fail like just because I'm a broken like I'm a human and I make mistakes just as much as the next person but I think when we have friends that are willing to show up for each other friends that are committed like that makes all of the difference. Um, y'all know Tia. If you don't know Tia, well, you're probably li- living under a rock if you think you know me. But Tia has been one of my greatest friends um, for quite some time. And it's funny because, like, I met her when she was, like, I don't know, maybe 14 or something like that. I don't know. She was young because I was actually her youth leader. And then I became youth pastor. And then um, she went away for, from school. I was doing life like here in my town. And then um, when she came back, we actually really started developing like our friendship. And so it's just crazy to me because like me and Tia have known each other since we were literal babies, quite literally. Um, grew up at the same home church. Like we weren't like besties back then, but like we knew each other. And so just looking back now where we were both just like adults, we actually work for the same church now. Like it's absolutely crazy but Tia will also tell you guys even though I'm 10 out of 10 one of her best friends like there are times where I fail her there are times where I have to honestly take a break from like talking to Tia because I'm like you're kind of annoying me and I need space like there are days where like we are even like annoyed with each other but you know what I think at the end of the day me and Tia are people that are like committed to showing up for each other and really being there when we need each other and so um I think when we ask ourselves, what do we look for in a friendship? Also ask yourself if you're being that friend. And so that's actually something that Bianca Oltoff highlights in this book is that when she was watching um, these these women on the show and it's the pearls, like she was watching and she and her friend group actually committed to being those types of friends. And so um, in this book, Bianca kind of breaks down that like she and her friend group like they committed to showing up for each other so in college they went to different colleges and so then they're having to like fly to each other to hang out and like long night talks and like just being there and so her and her friend group actually committed um 
to sticking it out and showing up for each other and running the course with each other. And so Bianca has an incredible group of friends that like they have been with each other. And I just, I love that. And I'm actually inspired by that. And so be the friend to these people, but also ask yourself, what is it that you're looking for in these friendships? And so, um, that's how I would break that down. And then the last question I kind of wanted to address in this, um, which is from, a. a a girl I think I'm I hope I pronounce this right Novia Florent Florencio she asks how to make friends at a new church and so I kind of wanted to really address this because I have a story for you guys and it's probably going to be silly like if you're listening to this and you attend church with me like you, you're going to think this is silly but I have to tell this story um so when I started working for the church that I work at I think I knew I don't know maybe three or four people like I was new on staff I didn't really know people and so um I remember and I have photos like on my Instagram archives of me sitting in the back of this church because again I did not know anyone and so I would sit by myself every Sunday and I would talk to people here and there but it wasn't really like deep or whatever and so I remember one Sunday um my pastor her name is Amy she was like in the hall and she was like on her way to like go sit in service and I said hey Amy can I sit with you and she kind of just laughed and she was like nobody ever thinks I'm cool enough to sit with like what the heck and I was like well I want to sit with you and she was like absolutely like come sit with me and so I actually that was my first time like sitting with Amy and it was all because I asked and so the reason I tell that story is because I've actually sat with Amy every Sunday since that day and I like I find so much joy in that. Um, my love language is quality time. And so even just sitting with her, watching service, sitting with her and being able to worship with her, like I enjoy that so much, but that would not have happened if I didn't just simply ask her to sit with her. And so the reason I wanted to address this question is because I like looking back at it now, like if you attend the Highlands, you know that like I sit with Amy every Sunday. If you follow me on Instagram, I do this thing called Sunday Kick Check, where I actually post a photo of me sitting with Amy because it's just what I do now it's like I but it's like funny because all of that started with me simply asking her and so I think when it comes to making new friends like at a new church like sometimes it just it just means you stepping out of that comfort zone and asking I did not know that simply asking Amy to sit with her would mean that I would sit with her every Sunday and again I take a lot of pride and joy in that now but it became a thing because I simply asked and so when you have people if you're new at a church or like maybe you are, have been at this church for a while and you are still like in the space of like trying to make friends I would simply say start somewhere start with asking hey do you want to grab coffee with me hey can I sit with you during this service hey do you want to hang out sometimes sometimes it's really just taking um that thought process of that overthinking out of the equation and saying let me just start with asking you know what I mean and so I think that's what happens um we can form these like better friendships and relationships simply by asking someone hey do you want to grab coffee with me this week like I didn't know Amy I didn't know I literally probably knew nothing about her other than the fact that she was married and she has two incredible kids like I did not know anything about her but sitting with her I started to get to know her like I think we just expect friendships to just like become besties right away but it's a process you have to commit yourselves to getting to know people getting to know um getting out of your comfort zone and I think that that's where we need to start and so I would encourage you I would challenge you that this week if you have time like ask someone a coffee ask someone to hang out like simply ask and start there don't overthink it don't try to go to the next chapter of like that friendship or that phase in your life just start with a simple 
questioned and build from there. And so I hope that this week there's someone at your church that maybe you're just like, hey, I want to get to know that person. Hey, I would love to be friends with you. Like sometimes it's just like that simple of like, hey, I would love to be friends. Can we grab coffee? Can we grab like I'm very big on like grabbing dinner or lunch with our young adults. And so sometimes it's just like, hey, do you want to grab lunch with me? And like take it easy. Stop overthinking it. Like I definitely overthink all of my friendships. And so I really had to pray through that and like really ask the Lord um, to kind of help me simmer down and just baby steps. And so I would say start there. I just again, I never would have thought that like asking Amy to sit with her during service would actually mean again, I would sit with her every service. And so um, don't be afraid to, to step out of that comfort zone don't be afraid to step out of that box and really push yourself into community and so um i hope that this part one of this podcast has encouraged you um i hope it has challenged you i hope that by looking at some of the things that i have shared in my life that you were able to kind of like look at your life and kind of assess and process again if you have never read this book how to have your life not suck by bianca oltoff i encourage you to pick it up she has a great chapter on friendships that i think you would really 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 enjoy um i'm going to do a part two of this podcast where i'm talking about the broken parts of our friendships how do we move on from friends who have just ghosted us how do we reconcile friendships how do we know when to move on because again the question questions that I got were just simply too big to fit into one podcast episode and so make sure you tune into part two where I am discussing all of that and um, asking ourselves the hard questions hey I love you guys be sure to connect with me at Instagram for believers if I can be praying for you in any way shape or form please let me know hey and if you actually challenge yourself and step out of that box and make a new friend this week post about it and tag me I would love to hear about it take care I will see you guys in the next episode